Hello, my name is Selena. And my name is Theoni, and you are listening to Piping Hot. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. <laughs> We're super excited to have you. Yeah, very excited. <laughs> We're, I'm just going to acknowledge this right away. Yeah. Selena and I are both a little dead today. I am just feeling exhausted, I, which this is very exciting. I had my graduation ceremony on Thursday, so I'm officially done um, with everything grad school, which is like very exciting. And my family was in town, um, so I was with them all weekend, and we are doing like all the things. So I feel like now I'm just like so exhausted, um, but it was yeah. really fun. But I am just a little drained today. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You don't have like you're not working this week, right? Or are you? Do you have like a week to recover? Well, kind of funny story. Well, it's not even a story, but my friend Lexi and her boyfriend Josh, they are kind of out here like doing a little trip and stuff. And so she's going to come and stay with me for a few days this week, um, which I'm really excited about. So I have a couple days like doing nothing at the beginning of the week, but then she'll be here at the end of the week. And then it's my roommate's graduation this week. So I'm going to be doing some stuff with her to like celebrate. So yes, relaxing, but not really relaxing. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I am like very excited, but yeah, just lots of lots of stuff going on over here. And then before I know it, I'll be back in Minnesota. So yeah. Wait, when do you come back? Um, I should know this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. We know when we're hanging out. I think I'm flying back June 6th at night. And then I think I leave July 1st. Oh, wow. Okay. That's like soon. Yeah. Literally. Like very soon. soon. I know. That's not next week, is it? No, it's the week after. After. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's the week after. Okay. Because I was like, so this week's my busy week. And then the next week, I'll literally have nothing. And then yeah. during, I work that weekend and then I'll leave after work. So nice. Nice. And that's wow. also my last weekend working at that job. So sayonara. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. I can't believe it's already like the end of may like what the heck time is such a hoax like i don't i can't keep track of the days anymore i don't know what month it is (laughs) everything goes by so fast or i feel like it goes by so slow and i just can't i just can't keep track no same same how is your week buddy it's been good i went into the office on thursday which i think i said last episode but yes it was it was really good i they provided lunch and so that was really nice and there was actually a lot of people in the building so it was like weird to like be around so many people like yeah really weird um but it also told me that i can't survive in a nine to five at the office every day because I like really I had nothing to do I was like what am I I like reread my emails and then I jumped to an Excel sheet and then I reread my emails again oh my gosh wait do you just feel like you have less to do when you're in the office or what do you um, or like you feel like when you're working during the day you can do other stuff when you're at home too or like what do you mean yeah so thankfully work is like slowing down now like this is a lull right now which is so freaking nice because the past five months have been absolute like craziness so I am super happy that there's like a lull right now I think it's gonna pick up later but sure taking advantage of like it being really slow but 
yes as well to doing other stuff in the house when I'm working from home because it's like mm-hmm. I can like do the dishes real quick which takes like five minutes and then I'm like back yeah. to my laptop it's just like nice doing like little tasks here and there whenever I can mm-hmm. working from home yeah no absolutely but like honestly good for you to like recognize that now um and it's nice that you have a job where you have the flexibility to like go between being at home and in yeah. the office like I feel like that's so Nice. And I feel like more and more jobs are becoming that way just because people like that flexibility. Yeah. Did you hear what Airbnb is doing? No. They're letting their employees work literally like anywhere in the world. Like there's no more office. No one has to come in or whatever. It's like you can go and travel, work wherever you want. Shut up. Yeah. Which, but the thing is, too, it, it perfectly fits their branding because they're Airbnb. It's like go around the world and, like, yeah. you know, rent a rent a house or whatever. Um, but I was like, damn, that sounds cool because I would That's love to amazing. travel and work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is like actually amazing. But also, I think about the other side of it, too. I feel like if everything goes online, it's like, are people just going to, like how do you meet people like Mm -hmm. how do you I don't know I just start thinking about that too because part of the fun of like working with people I mean you know me like I'm very much extroverted that way but I like being around people so yeah of course I feel like it would work different for different people but Mm -hmm. that's so interesting but the fact that they could be like in another country just log on for the day and then have the night like I think that's so cool yes right and like go explore and like that's just so so cool and I love I love the notion I've been seeing all these videos on TikTok of like acting like your day job is your side hustle and then Mm. your life afterwards is like your main your main um job or whatever but it's just like living your life wait I kind of love that yeah okay I'm so big on like how much your mindset can affect things and like yes. I really feel like if people were able to adopt what you just said mm-hmm. they would probably be less miserable with yeah. their jobs you know yeah and there are people who like do the experiment they're like oh yeah like day one of like thinking of like my nine to five as a side hustle and like mm-hmm. going to live life after work or whatever and I'm like that's so cool and it's such yeah. like a little tiny adjustment but it can be huge if you keep doing it consistently yes. you know Mm-hmm. I should start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say I need to start doing that, too, because I feel like it's so easy to just like feel like you're in a drag and yeah. just, oh, waiting for the next big thing to happen. But you yeah. need to start like, I don't know, enjoying your moments and not. I don't know. That's why I think working somewhere that you enjoy is so important. Like so much of your time is spent there. You have to enjoy it. Yeah, like so much time thinking of like, oh God, again, it goes back to like the office thing. Like I can't believe when I had an internship downtown, I used to go like every day. And like, yeah, yeah, I was doing classes and stuff, but I go downtown and I work every day almost. And I'm like, I can't do that anymore. Like it's so weird. (laughs) Well, I also feel like, which we can move on to the next thing after this, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like COVID has really changed people's mindsets about that. Too. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. absolutely. Which is a whole nother conversation. But I do think it's interesting. And like, I also feel like our generation is very much more like aware of how work affects you. And like, yeah. work isn't your entire life. And it shouldn't, you yes. shouldn't have to work yourself down to like the bone just to get what you need or to please whatever, like you need the time 
to like actually be a human too yes you know? exactly okay sorry one more thing i also yes, saw something please do. <laughs> i also saw something on tiktok where like the older generation like all their friends were like from work and that's why mm-hmm. a lot of it was like of them prioritizing their work because like the people that they socialized were their actual friends and nowadays it's like okay you have work friends and then you have friends outside of that and then you have other friends and like there's just like different different social groups now and I think that's why a lot of like the younger generation is like yeah like work is not a big deal because it's like I have I have a different group of friends that I can socialize and do stuff that I don't need to rely on like all the work people. Not saying that like work friends aren't good. Work friends are great if you like make some really good friends there. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. No, that is very interesting. And I'm even like reflecting on that in my own life. And I feel like the friends I have are very much from like different areas of my life. Like It is very interesting. And I feel like because of just like even technology and stuff like you can keep in touch with people in a way you weren't able to so maybe you don't even have to like rely on the people in your proximity yes you're so right that's yeah you're so right (laughs) wow I could wow we just went on a whole rant look at us go Uh, oh my god okay so Selena what are you drinking today (laughs) today I'm drinking peppermint tea. Again, I'm just feeling for something cozy. Like, I feel really, really tired today. I wanted to try to be productive, but the morning didn't go as planned. And then I went to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I went to the gym before this, and I went a little harder than I should have. So now, like, my Mm. body is just, like, tired. Like, just so exhausted, you know? Yeah. Um, So I'm just, like... I just wanted something like cozy and comfortable and familiar. So I was like, let's just go with peppermint again. (laughs) Yeah, no, fantastic choice. I chose stress relief because I wanted something that wasn't caffeinated because I want to be able to just sleep very well tonight. Um, But also I just feel like it's been like so much going on that I just need to like take it down a notch. Yeah. You know, just for like a day to relax. So it. It tastes pretty good right now, not yeah. going to lie. I feel like I made a good choice. So Good. Yeah, I haven't had stress relief in so long, but I miss like the taste. Yeah. I should probably have some. Even though I'm not stressed, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know what the flavor of stress relief tea is. Yeah. It almost has like a little bit of a peppermint vibe. A honestly. little bit. Yeah. But it's mm. oh, it's like still really good though. I like love it. It is. You know? It is. <laughs> so good. Um I guess we can hop into our pop culture stuff. I don't have yes. a ton, but I do have a few things. Okay, so. I don't I don't have a ton either, but okay. um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Because I feel like, yeah, I never go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I always make you go first, just to um, <laughs> clarify. <laughs> okay, so the first thing that I saw on Twitter, which I had no idea about, um, Simu, Lu- I don't know how to pronounce it. Simu Liu. Simu Liu. Okay, got you. He auditioned for Crazy Rich Asians four times and they said he didn't have like the it factor. He said this in an interview that I saw on Twitter and then now he's in Marvel things. So like that just came to light, which I thought was so interesting. And I still haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians, which I really, really want to. But I was just like, they told him he didn't have the it factor. And then probably not long after, he booked the Marvel thing. So jokes on them. Like, honestly. Wait, do you know what role he was auditioning for? 
No, that's what I was trying mm. to think because I don't know okay. the characters because I haven't seen it. But okay. I do know Henry Golding's in it. And he's just <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful man. And um, <laughs> But like looking at him and like Simu, like I don't feel like they're the same type of like person or no. like character in my head. Yeah, I'm thinking if... Simu auditioned for like the main role that Henry did or the other role that um what's what's his name he's he was from Glee someone in Glee is in oh Henry uh Henry Shum yes Henry Shum Jr. yes him because he plays another role but it's a bit more minor he's like kind of like a side character so either Mm. so I'm thinking maybe Simu could have fit that role but I don't know I don't know that's interesting that he didn't right have the it factor but again you haven't seen the movie so I feel like it's very like glamorous like it's a very mm. like I don't know like a high class thing which obviously it's called crazy rich Asians <laughs> so um of course but yeah I mean different characters fit different things that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't have the it factor from Hollywood I will yeah. say though Simu's interviews are so interesting like he's so funny and I saw I think I don't know what award show it was but he did this dancing thing with this one artist and I was like go off like it looked like he's just living his best life honestly yeah. I saw on TikTok I think it was a few weeks ago of him singing Avril Lavigne's um crap what song complicated yes no oh was yes. it okay it was but he like he like he, he switched the lyrics and it's so funny i'll have to send it to you okay. and he's such a good singer too like what really oh yes that makes him even more attractive oh right? i love that i will say though i love simu as shang chi like <gasps> perfect perfect casting i really need a second movie and i Mm -hmm. also need shang chi to be like tied into everything else like i'm waiting for that connection i think it will happen but it's just i think so too i just oh my god i love him so much i know he's so good oh (laughs) my gosh okay and then the other thing i had is rihanna had her baby we still don't know what the name is or really any details but she had the baby which i'm so excited for her i saw that pop up on my twitter notifications i was like wait a second she was already due i i guess i just like time remember time doesn't exist time yeah, is fake literally so i know because i feel like she was just announcing that she's pregnant so yeah. that blows my mind yeah but no good good for both of them i'm so excited i think I it's a boy right yes yeah yes i believe but we, so but we don't have any details on like name or anything like that okay yeah which i'm waiting for i'm very excited yes. i also want to know what kylie jenner's um kid's name is now that it's not wolf but we'll see yeah, because I don't think that's been released yet. No. Yeah. Nope, it has not. Um, and then the other thing I had, um, I put this on my list earlier in the week, but then he just had his last show, but Pete Davidson left SNL. I know, I saw that. That makes me so sad. 
I know because I feel like he genuinely was one of like the best parts of the show like yeah and especially with like the younger audience like I felt like it really brought oh, yeah. in the younger audience like especially oh, yeah. with his like dating life and like his mental health stuff like just all the things he's talked about so yeah. I think it's kind of a bummer like SNL isn't something I watch really but mm-hmm. I do think that's interesting that he decided to leave um yeah but I think he probably has so many other things going for him at this point like and he's in a relationship with a Kardashian now so who's to say what will happen which is still so weird like that thing is going on for so long like I'm like um I think you guys can like break up now like this (laughs) this PR stunt is done (laughs) I know and now I'm starting to be like is this real like how old is Pete Davidson I'm gonna google that real quick because he joined SNL when he was 20 years old I think he's 28 because I think Kim Kardashian is 41 and they have a 13 year age difference. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah he's 28. Born in 1993. Oh. Well, okay. So eight years on SNL though is kind of long. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, no, that makes me sad that he's gone because I, I really did like his his skits they were so funny but what do you have for pop culture because that's all i have okay i have two things so you already said one but then two other things so the other thing that i had was that rihanna had her baby but then the second one was that harry's new album dropped i haven't listened to it yet but i'm very excited Yes. Okay. So I listened to a few snippets yesterday when I was with my friends, um, but I have not gotten a chance to listen either. But from what I've heard, it's very much like a 70s vibe. Like it almost feels a little like older, like um, in the style, which I really like. Um, And yeah, I think I'm excited to listen to the rest of it. I've heard it's like very, very good driving music. That's what my friend Helen told me. So. Mm. Okay. We'll yeah, I guess I'm not surprised from Harry that it's taken on a 70s kind of vibe because mm-hmm. I feel like that's very much him. I agree. So you you'll know? have to tell me if you like yeah. feel the same way when you listen to it. But that's like the first thing I thought of. So okay, okay, good to know. And then the last thing, I don't think we told our three listeners. I don't think we told them <laughs> that we finished Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Oh, we didn't. I don't think um, we did. You guys, we almost did an episode about it, but we decided yeah. not to because we had just done a book episode. But you guys all need to go read this book. Like, yeah. I just think it is so brilliant. It's like yeah. one of my favorites. It is ah. so interesting because it has all of your classic tropes mm-hmm. and things like that. But it's doing it in a way where it's not like classically tropey it's almost like making fun of them yeah but not really and it's very very relatable like the characters Mm -hmm. of course it's emily henry so the banter is like amazing yes yes no it was a fantastic book theoni knows i like cried at the end Mm -hmm. just like sending sending theoni audio messages of me (laughs) crying oh but it's so good like the ending like how could you not it's so hard listening to those voice memos too because like when i hear someone else start crying i want to start crying so then oh yeah it's it's just such a good book like you guys need to go listen to it yeah no it's definitely definitely one of my favorites yeah should we jump into our topic of the day 
Yes, and we haven't told our listeners who we're like talking about either. Because I think oh, yeah. last, last episode we're like a celebrity, <laughs> celebrity personality. Yeah. But we decided to do Khloe Kardashian, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really interesting because she has a very um, interesting like dating history, mm-hmm. but she also has um, just a whole like long history of like weight um, conversation and conversation surrounding health and all those different things so I know some people can be like a little bit sensitive to that stuff or it can be like triggering or things like that and I know there's actually research um out about how giving a trigger warning actually makes people more anxious about something which is really (gasps) interesting yeah I learned about that in class yes because it's like oh you know something is about to be triggering so then you almost start getting worried about it prior to hearing it Rather than just, so I don't know. It goes both ways, but I just oh. want to put it out there that there will be conversations. I don't know what's going to be said, but just so you're aware, if you don't want to listen to that part of it, yeah. I'll tell you when we go into it so you can tune that part out, but Definitely. just wanted to put it out there. <laughs> okay, so to start off, we're just going to give you a couple of facts about Khloe <laughs> Kardashian, which I mean, I feel like a lot of people know her and her family, but... Mm-hmm. You know, just to throw you a couple of facts to like start off. And I warm got you up. Warm you know. me up. We're going to warm you up for the rest of the conversation. <laughs> and I got these from the good old Wikipedia. <laughs> Very reliable. Really? Really? <laughs> okay. So, Khloe Kardashian was born June 27th, 1984, and is the third oldest in the Kardashian family. So, after Courtney and Kim, but before Rob. So weird, but I. I forgot that she's like the third. She's like third in line. I forgot too. And I also forgot that like Rob existed <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, And it's just like I forget that like Rob exists. And then I forget that Brody Jenner exists as well. Yeah. So just yeah. very interesting. But. It's like a big if you combine like the Kardashian and the Jenner family, it's a big family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know even on this last episode of the Kardashians that premiered last week, they were talking a lot about how they're like an expert in blending families and stuff like that, which I feel like they've had to do so many times between their relationships and their parents' relationships mm-hmm. and all those different things. Um, they've kind of had to do that. but Which more power to them because that stuff is really hard. No, it genuinely very much is. And I yeah. think... There was a scene which very interesting um, that Chloe was having on the show with Tristan and she was talking to him about how like once you're in the family, like you don't leave and stuff yeah. like that. And you're always going to be a part of the family once you're mm-hmm. in it. So it is just very interesting. Yeah. OK, next. Before her family had the reality TV show, I think it was before, uh, Chloe worked as Nicole Richie's assistant. Not surprised because we know oh. Kim was Paris Hilton's assistant. But it's crazy. I think it's crazy to see where they started and just how far they've they've come. Yeah, 100%. And it's just so interesting that like they started off as an assistant and then looking at like their assistants now. And I feel like to some degree, maybe that helped them with like how to treat an assistant, like what to yes. look for, like all of those things. But it is interesting that they really... They just started out being just whatever, you yeah. know, like just I don't know when I when I think about that so much about how your life 
trajectory can change so quickly or like you meet one person and then it changes like it it really is just nuts um okay next one which i did not know that i was like so surprised about but i think i've heard it talked about before in 2001 chloe suffered a traumatic brain injury in a car accident she went through the windshield and suffered a severe concussion causing long-term memory loss this was way before the show yeah I had no idea. I had no idea either, but I feel like I've heard some things about, like, her memory loss or whatever, but then Mm. I've also heard that she gets, like, really, really bad migraines and stuff, like, to this day. So I think that's just, like, a result of the the car accident she was in in 2001 wow. but like i i had no clue no clue i had no clue either and i'm very surprised she hasn't talked about it more honestly yeah chloe was on the second season of the celebrity apprentice apprentice finishing 10th she of was? 16th candidates yeah i what? didn't know this was a I- thing I didn't know that was a thing either and i never watched that show mm. um but that's so interesting. Like, what is the premise of that show even? Could not tell you. I think okay, I watched like great. one season with my mom and I was like, okay. gotcha. <laughs> that's Donald Trump show, right? Yes. Yes. It basically, I think it was like, like each contestant had to do some sort of project each week. And depending on like how, how big the project was or how successful or if it failed, like Donald mm-hmm. Trump would fire you. And that's basically how you got eliminated. And then there was only one person left standing. And then I think they won money to be donated to charity or something. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know she, she was on it. Now I kind of like want to go and watch her season. Like, <laughs> no, so do I. Like, I want to yeah. see number one to see what the show's about, but also number yeah. two to see how she did i know kim kardashian was on dancing with the stars back in the day like just really they've been a part of like very weird random things yeah very random another random thing in october of 2012 chloe and mario lopez were confirmed as the co-host of the second season of the american version of the x factor but Mm -hmm. then it was confirmed in april of 2013 that chloe wouldn't return to co-host um the show for the third season i totally forgot about this because i was a huge x factor fan ah so nice. I was like, I was like, was it a fever dream that I just forgot she was involved? <laughs> like, Well, I remember watching X Factor 2 like on and off. But I mm-hmm. and I feel like once I because I came across that too as I was like looking stuff up. But yeah, it is very interesting that she was a host because that seems very random to me. Very random. Like it didn't. I feel like it just like didn't fit what she was going for you know no and i and i assume that's probably why she didn't do it for more than like a season but it just it didn't even seem like something she would want to do like it just it was so random yeah very random maybe she like hated it like i don't know (laughs) yeah who knows (laughs) okay last (laughs) i don't even want to call this a fact because you'll you'll get a kick out of this my last fact is like I say the amount of businesses and shows that the Kardashian family has created is insane. It and then, literally is. And oh. then below I say list them here because I didn't have enough time <laughs> to finish my research. Selena. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my fact. Like that's Did all you I just 
just noticed that now. I did. I did. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like didn't even highlight it. I should have highlighted it to like signify like, oh, Selena, you have to do this no, before the episode. But honestly, though, it's actually insane the number of things they have. I think about the shows like Courtney and Chloe take Miami and yeah. like Chloe goes to the Hamptons or her revenge body show. Yeah. Or her book or like the bit. It's literally insane the and, amount of things that they do. Yeah. And then her and Lamar also had a TV show, too. So it's yes. Like, Oh my gosh maybe I, i'll have to look up that list later we'll see yeah. <laughs> sorry <That's> actually hilarious <laughs> yeah. okay so everybody time to dive into chloe's relationship history it's wild there's a lot of people and something that i was realizing as i was reading it all of these people are listed as like people she's dated but they call it people she's dated, but she probably just went on, like, dates with some of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, she might not classify it as, like, someone she's dated, but she's gone on dates with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they're two different things. I feel like they yeah, are. Okay. Definitely. Okay, so her first noted relationship is Stevie J from 2005 to 2006. Then she dated Romeo Miller from 2007 to 2008. Okay. And then she dated Jeezy from 2008 to 2009. Then somewhere in 2009, she dated Terrence Jenkins. Um, and then also sometime in 2009, she dated Rashad McCants, who's an NBA player. Um, and I guess in the Chloe and Courtney Take Miami spinoff, she said that he cheated, but he still says that he didn't. So... That was some that was some drama, um, which I wasn't sure if Chloe had like a history of like relationships where she's been cheated on. But yeah, it seems like that might be the truth. Um, and then she dated Derek War, who's an NFL running back briefly in 2009. And then after this is when she married Lamar Odom in 2009. Um, and they got married a month after dating or mm -hmm. like meeting each other. Um and then they split in 2013, um, but they put their divorce on hold in 2015 after his overdose, um, which I didn't know, but he overdosed at a brothel, actually. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Um, but then the divorce became official in 2016. Mm -hmm. So curious if you have any thoughts on Lamar Odom, because I know that relationship. I remember that being in the headlines when yep. I was younger. Okay, first off. All the other people that you've listed don't know who they are. Yeah, they're all like <laughs> most of them are sports players, which is yeah. like insane. I but. don't know, which I'm not surprised, though, because like the Kardashians have like a track record for either going for rappers or NBA stars. Literally, what is up with that? Yeah. It's hilarious. It, yeah, I mean, they definitely have a type. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I don't. I do remember like the whole Chloe and like Lamar thing happening, especially after he overdosed in 2013, because that really came through all mm -hmm. of the headlines. That was like a really, really big thing. I think what was surprising for me is I forgot how long they were together. Me too, because in my brain, it was a very brief thing. But the fact yeah. that they were married, married for four years. Yes. And then the and then it went on even longer because of all the other stuff going on, yeah. which is very, very 
interesting to me because I didn't think it was that long either, especially since they barely knew each other before they got married. So. Yeah. A comment I said, because again, like I didn't remember that that was, they were together for that long. Sure. And in a way, when I was like reading this, I was like, okay, some of this kind of makes sense of like why Chloe kept going back to Tristan. Mm-hmm. It's because she wanted something something similar to Lamar. She just wanted to settle and like have that comfortability again of having like a husband and like a family and stuff. But obviously that's not a thing because Tristan's a dumbass, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think it's so interesting that you say that actually because I was watching the most recent Kardashians episode mm-hmm. actually before we hopped on. And I really feel like Chloe talks about how she feels very comfortable with him and they're like best friends and all of these things. And like, of course, this is me as an observer. Mm-hmm. So like, what do I really know about their relationship? But they don't seem all that comfortable with each other. And it almost feels very forced watching them interact and so I don't know if that's just because of um, him being uncomfortable on the cameras or like mm-hmm. him knowing what he's done but yeah. um, it is just very interesting because I think maybe part of her saying that is maybe her trying to convince herself that it's like yes. a really good thing because she wants that so badly yeah which I mean anyone wants that right I mean it's so good to have companionship so I don't blame her for like mm-hmm. trying to find that and trying to make it work it just sucks when your partner is a freaking piece of shit so, literally but I was gonna say I definitely think it's like the cameras or something like that he's uncomfortable with because a part of me thinks that like he is a lot more comfortable with Chloe. We just don't see that side of him and that it is the cameras. But I also think that it's he's hiding something as well. And he knows that it's all being documented, you know, 100 percent. And I think Chloe said something within the last week of how she doesn't want to relive all the drama that went on with Tristan, but it will come out. Um Oh, eventually yeah. and she's gonna have to deal with that and we will get to see it play out on the show yes. which I think and will be very interesting same thing with um Kim and Kanye like all of that yes. stuff whatever happened it's all gonna be replayed and aired again and they're gonna have to live through it which sucks if you have a show like I, I don't yep. think us like normal people like <laughs> realize that because we don't have a tv show <laughs> Well, yeah, because we don't have to relive things that way. Like, it's totally different. Like, I imagine that's so hard to cope with, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, imagine you're, like, healed and, like, moved on, but then the episode airs, like, six months later, and then everyone in the world is talking about it. Like, that's so hard. It is. It's just like people on The Bachelor. Like, they always talk about that's one of the hardest parts of it, is, like, rewatching all the stuff that happened on the show, so... Oof, okay. Very. Note to self, never go on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, literally. I would crumble. Um, but that's side's point. All right, yeah. moving on. <laughs> I have she dated Matt Kemp, um, who's a baseball player for the Braves um, in 2013. And then she dated Game from 2013 to 2014. Okay. Um, she dated Wiz Khalifa in 2015. Um, Ooh, did not and know then- that one. I know. Neither did I. I was like, oh, very interesting. Yeah. Um, And then she dated French Montana on and off throughout 2013 and 2014. And that is one of the relationships I remember hearing about. I don't know why, but I remember hearing about it. I I did not remember hearing about that because when I saw that, when I was researching, I was Mm -hmm. like, when 
when did this happen? Like, where was I? Yeah. Like, I don't remember, like, hearing about, like, specifics of it, but I knew that they dated, which I don't really know hmm. why because she's dated so many people. But, um, yeah. Then she dated Rick Fox, who is a retired NBA player, briefly in 2015. Um, and then she um, dated James Harden in 2015 and broke up in 2016. Then her and Odell Beckham Jr. were linked in 2016, but apparently it wasn't officially dating. It was just flirting. Who knows? Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she dated Trey Songs briefly in 2016, and then her last, and then her next notable relationship was Tristan. So we can dig into that now. But she's wow, had quite the interesting history. Yeah, kind of like all around. And again, too, what you prefaced for this, like maybe, maybe it was literally just a date. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. anything like serious or whatever. So that's 100%. interesting, though. I mean, again, I. I did not know half those people yeah. were associated with her. So I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Get it, girl. Um, so yes, then the next one is Tristan. I hate him. I, I hate him so fucking much. <laughs> I think he just he's just trash. And like he really is. we're talking about how um like Chloe really wants that companionship. And like mm. I'm not gonna get into like my too much of my own thoughts because then I'll just go on a rant but Mm -hmm. I feel like my observation from the outside I want to preface all this with like I don't know these people so what do I really know about their relationship right but I will say that I feel like men like Tristan notice when girls are more vulnerable or more wanting a certain thing and will give it to them but because they see that they're more vulnerable they'll take advantage of that and think they can do whatever they want yeah and then that person's gonna keep coming back and i feel like tristan did that multiple times with chloe so here's my take again don't know them at all all i know about tristan is that he's an nba player and all of the headlines that he's been mm-hmm. in i don't know anything else about him what i think is that he's like a puppy and he mm-hmm needs like attention and anytime he is hit on he is talked to someone is flirting with him it like freaking like gets him so excited and it's like the puppy who wants like attention and who wants to play and stuff and it's like he can't stop himself which is what pisses me off the most Mm. because it's like yeah you have a kid with chloe and then you go and do all your other stuff which we'll get into you do all of this other stuff and it's like you clearly do not have self-control or you just don't give a shit you really Literally. don't care. And that's what pisses me off. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. I actually did not think of him that way until you said that. But I yeah. think that's very fitting, too. And I almost think both things can be true. And here's the thing. Everyone likes attention here and there, right? Like, everyone likes to feel desired, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the worst part, he cannot control himself. And the way yeah. he handles himself is so crappy. If you're in a relation with someone, just shut it down. Like, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I know. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, so I'm not going to get into it. But cheating is just a really hard thing for me to... um get my head around but like we talked about before i think there are certain interests instances where it can be worked through like chloe and tristan did right she was like after the whole jordan woods things which for those of you who don't know jordan woods was kylie jenner's best friend um and tristan cheated on chloe with jordan um which was a huge scandal Mm -hmm. like nuts (laughs) um 
But Chloe decided to take him back after that and really wanted to work on the relationship, especially with their daughter um, and things like that. And props to her because that's not an easy thing to do. But like, Mm -hmm. yeah, in that instance, you have a kid together. So, you know, not just being like, nope, I'm done. And trying to see if that's something you can work through before you like end it for real. I think, okay, I under like I can understand that and get behind that and get behind her reasoning for that but it's just it's so crappy that it had to happen like it or like it didn't have to happen but you know what I mean yeah and it it's so unfortunate because you can tell that like Chloe wants this so much she just wants a family she wants a husband she just wants a partner to like Mm -hmm. help rely on and just like raise a family together unfortunately it had to be freaking Tristan But it still doesn't affect her want that she wants this, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. that's what's the hardest thing to wrap my head around is that she wants this so much. But the way that the situation keeps unfolding and what has happened that keeps happening, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this fucking sucks for her. It just sucks. Yeah, it does, because it's like she can't. It just feels like she can't do anything right. Like she's putting yeah. her all into these relationships and still yes, nothing. Exactly. It's sad. It's yeah. very hard. But I also feel like that's relatable for a lot of people who date. Yep. Like dating is so hard nowadays. Like it just really is. Yeah. Random. But yes. uh, did you know that hookup culture is now dead? What do you mean? <laughs> On TikTok, everyone's talking about hookup culture and how it's like dying. That everyone like is now like there's there you there's no longer like a one night stand or friends with benefits or whatever like everyone's over that good i mean (laughs) i was not i you know me i'm like so far from that like that's just not that's just not really me i don't know i mean people can do whatever they want like live your life but i'm i'm a sucker for just yeah old-fashioned dating like getting to know someone like i hate this word but like getting courted by a guy and like yeah. chivalry and i just i don't know i like that i think dating was more simple back in the back in the day yeah so back in Very like the time with like bridgerton era i'm just kidding i'm kidding no <laughs> honestly though <laughs> interesting yeah i will say being someone who is not really a part of hookup culture trying to date in a like dating scene that is about hookup culture is very very hard so for me selfishly I'm like oh this is great because maybe I'll have more luck now if people feel more the same way I do which nothing wrong with that but it's just not how I do yeah so switching back to Chloe and Tristan yes did you know that they went on a blind date and that's like how they met no I had no idea I read something that they, like, met on a blind date, and that's kind of how they, like, hit it off. And I was like, huh, that's really interesting. I wonder who set them up. Do you yeah, know? I don't. That it All it said huh. was just, like, a blind date that they went on. So Wow. Selena may be able to explain this better than me, but Tristan has the longest history of cheating on chloe like there was a whole which i want you to say more about this because i don't have a ton of notes about it but i know when she was giving birth to her daughter it came out that he was cheating for the first time and i don't remember who it was with or whatever um but can you imagine giving birth to your child what's supposed to be one of the happiest days of your life and it finds out that like your partner has been cheating on you like, yeah. at that moment of all the moments. 
Like, that is one of those things that's so emotionally charged that, like, I can't even imagine. No. I can't even... The fact that, like, he had the audacity to do that while she was in labor freaking floors me. Floors me. At that point, I'm like, I don't even want you in the delivery room. Like, get away yeah. from me. Like, oh Literally. my God. And what's interesting is that this happened while she was giving birth in real time. It wasn't... It wasn't like on the show where everyone found mm-hmm. out. It was literally real time that yeah. someone reported that Chloe was going into labor. And then later that night, it was literally reported that Tristan was walking away <sighs> with another girl. It was after an NBA game that he was caught with another girl going up to like, I think, a hotel or something. Um, it was just wild because all of this broke out. In real time, when normally we get these pieces from their show, but then Mm -hmm. it goes back to the fact that you were saying that they have to relive all of this again, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. That's just so disgusting to me. Yeah. Like, I, disgusting. Yeah. But then, not even that. After that, somehow she is trying to heal from that. Then it comes out, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, that Tristan was caught cheating with Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan. I forget how they all found out about it, but do you do you remember? I don't. But as a timeline, though, uh, Chloe gave birth on April 12th, 2018, and the whole Jordan Woods thing came out in February of 2019. So not even a freaking year. Like, dude, (laughs) I can't. Like, your your daughter's not even one yet. Right? Like, oh my God. And after seeing, I just, I think too, it's even more so, I mean, obviously I don't have kids, like, so I don't know, but I imagine, like, when I do have kids, the want to, like, please them and make their life as easy as possible and like Mm -hmm. not add more drama to their lives would be so strong like enough to make me not I mean I don't think I mean I know that I'm not one to do that anyway Mm -hmm. but like I just imagine like being him seeing your little girl like why would you want to do that more if you don't want to be with Chloe just break up with her like yes because it's not like a one-time thing right this is now a pattern of behavior and Mm -hmm. especially with someone in the family like you knew what you were doing I just that's another thing that like kind of pisses me off is that if you didn't want to be with Chloe anymore you could have just told her like yeah I know I'm saying it and it sounds so simple and it could be you know a very tough situation but like at this point, honesty is all Chloe wanted. That's yes, all she freaking wanted. So if you told her, I don't want this, I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah, she wouldn't have taken it well, but also she would have taken it better than you cheating again. You know? Literally. That <sighs> It just it just makes no sense to me. Yes! People don't know how to communicate. I don't, but, okay, sorry. Going back to Jordan Woods, I don't no, remember how it. this was. I don't think, I don't remember how this was, like, leaked. Because I think both. So back in 2018, it was a picture after an NBA game, him with this other girl. I think with Jordan, though, I think it was a video of them in a club, right? I think so. Yeah. But if if that is true, what are you doing? Like, you guys are in the public eye. Like, you should know better. Like, if you're going to do this crappy thing... You're going to be dumb about it, too. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just ridiculous. And the fact that they both know the Kardashians. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know that, like, 
from Jordan's perspective, you know that Chloe is with Tristan. Mm-hmm. Tristan, you have a kid with Chloe. What are you doing? Literally. Like, I'm just like, this is so dumb. So dumb. Like, they clearly weren't thinking that night. And then the, the whole drama thing. It's funny because I forgot how huge this blew up. Like, this mm-hmm. was freaking huge. So yes so huge like i remember hearing it for weeks and weeks and weeks yes and then um jordan woods went on the red table talk which is jada smith's show on um facebook i haven't i haven't watched that episode um but she went on there to like tell her side of the story or whatever which like i don't i don't know like at this point i'm just like it what happened still happened that show is very interesting as well because yeah i mean i i've only watched one episode and it was the one with olivia jade and um like the women on that show um which is very interesting olivia jade was on it Mm -hmm. talking about what just talking about like the college scandal it was like her first thing after like the whole college financial scandal um and kind of telling her side of the story, which is interesting because I'm actually, which I'm kind of ashamed to say it. I mm-hmm. am like a fan of hers. But <laughs> no, I am. And I remember I watched her a lot on YouTube before all of this happened. And Wait. I'm a huge fan of like Lori Loughlin. Like I love her, like her Wait, mom. Wait, what, so, what did she say? Wait, I might I'm go watch that to, episode. What? <laughs> I might go watch that episode myself. No, you That's should, so interesting. It is very interesting because it very quickly turned into a conversation about race, um, Mm -hmm. which I think especially because, I mean, she's a white girl in a room with three women of color. So I think that made sense. But then eventually they kind of stopped it and they're like, but the thing is, this issue wasn't about race. This issue was about you taking away the opportunity from someone else when you didn't rightfully earn it. Yes. And... I I will say after that, I think she handled herself very well. Like, she mm. was very open. Like, she didn't try to make excuses or anything. Mm. Yeah. Um, which I think, I mean, what are you going to say to make excuses? But yeah. I have seen people in certain situations and they try to come out with whatever. Um, yeah, it was very interesting. She, she just kind of talked about what happened. They talked a lot about um, racial inequity, um, just like going into school and like mm. educational opportunity for people of color and things like yeah. that, um, which is very interesting to hear. So like even just to watch it for that, I think is very interesting. I don't really remember the specifics, but you mm. should go watch it. OK, I definitely will. Yeah, because that whole thing like pissed me off, too, because I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Whatever. Anyways. (laughs) But yes, Jordan was on that show. I have not watched that episode, but she basically like told her side. So maybe I'll go watch that episode and then the episode with um, Olivia Jade. Oh, and then, you know, what's interesting, too, again, in the whole Jordan thing, because it was documented by their show. But then also, like, there was a whole, like, fallout with, like, Kylie Mm. and Jordan. Because at the time, Kylie and Jordan were still living together, I think. Right? I think so. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. (laughs) I, I just, even more so, I'm just thinking about, like, what are you thinking? Like, why? Like, why? And I think they came out and said they were drunk or like whatever. I'm sorry, that's not an excuse. No, yeah, Being that drunk is drunk is not an excuse for poor Mm-mm. behavior. No, no, 
I don't care. I don't care. Like you knew nope. you were taking, you knew that you were drinking or whatever. That still doesn't dismiss the actions that you took. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys, after the whole Jordan Woods thing, somehow Chloe forgave him and they wanted to give their relationship another try. Just yeah. recently, I think within the past few months, it came out after um, a bunch of talks about them maybe wanting to have another kid together, all of these things. It comes out that um, this woman was fathering Tristan's child. Um, and she has recently given birth and whatever. Honestly, when that first came out, I thought she was like lying. I thought she that woman was trying to get attention, which is not fair and not right. And I'm going to own up to that. Mm-hmm. I just think that's absolutely absurd. Yeah, because, for example, I remember in the height of Justin Bieber, you know, like a bunch of like pregnancy stuff came up like that mm. all the time. Same with One Direction as well. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not surprised that people do that for attention. They're just Mm -hmm. a different type of person, which is a different conversation. But I'm saying that it's like, you know, maybe just like another fan, just kind of like spewing rumors or whatever. I do like she was like, okay, I'll show you. I'll show you that he's the dad. And then she fucking did. Which props to her because she's like, no, I'm not lying. Exactly. And I'm not going to sit here and hide my child from the world or like feel any shame about it you know um yeah so props to her for coming out about it but I also Mm -hmm. just think like and I say this at risk of sounding like I'm blaming the woman so like please try not to take it that way but I will say like did these women know that he was dating Chloe or was he saying like oh I'm not dating Chloe anymore like so what what is that situation too because of course I think you know they could have the women could have chosen to not sleep with him as well right Mm -hmm. but also if they didn't know that he was dating her then you know what is he saying to like them to get them to do this you know so I think I'm just trying to think about like all sides of the situation too exactly and you know what I have no doubt that Tristan is a charmer that he knows mm. how to flirt and he knows how to make you feel good. So, of course, like, yeah. if he tells you that he's not seeing Chloe anymore, then, yeah, you know what? I probably believe it, too. Yeah, But it's 100%. like, you never, you just don't know. Because, again, he just can't be trusted in general. Like, I just. No, he fully can't. Yeah, really. Um, But, yeah, so him and Chloe are no longer together. Um, yeah. And I'm very interested to see how that is going to play out on the show with, um, her discovering that he uh, fathered a baby with another woman when they were together. So. I can't wait to see that episode because you know I what? Know, My theory is that Chloe and the Kardashians, all of them knew beforehand. Before like the news broke? Yep. Interesting. So because, OK, I have a timeline here. So yep. in January of this year is when it was released that Marley Nicholas, who's the, the woman who had Tristan's kid, um, gave birth and just kind of like the news of it all blew up but they conceived the baby back in march of 2021 the very same night that he and chloe had gone public with their rekindled mo- romance on on social is it that up. messed up like that's another thing where it's like he's playing like he's literally just like playing a role or is for- he or or does he is or is he actually just that dumb? Yeah. That he doesn't realize. I don't know. I just it just baffles me that he 
like that that would happen that he would think that oh yeah me and chloe are in a good spot i'm just gonna go kiki over here with some other girl like just have some fun that like, is so disgusting i cannot right? believe that timeline selena right holy crap yes and tristan had like engaged in like months long of like a sexual affair with marley nicholas communicating via a secret snapchat account <laughs> so this wasn't even just like a one night stand it was like a mm. whole that's what because oh, she me was off. his personal trainer or something right or they had some connection through the gym right yeah so she said that she had never personally trained tristan but they did know each other somehow that way okay yeah which again is baffling to me because again remember in march of 2021 is when chloe and tristan came back out being like yep we're back together again and he's like secretly he is like having this other side romance like i'm just like dude if you don't want to be with chloe anymore just say it stop doing this stuff for show literally god that's oh so god. disgusting yeah and then another timeline thing so the newest episodes of their tv show have been released, but those were filmed back in October and November, which revealed that Chloe and Tristan had gotten back together following their June 2021 split. So mm -hmm. backtracking a little bit, March of 2021, they get back together. And then that same year in June, they split, which is why I think Chloe knew about the baby beforehand. Oh, maybe she did. Or maybe yeah. she didn't know about the baby, but she knew that he had been cheating. Yes, I think that's why. So then they split in June. So, yeah, just a couple of months. Wow, I think you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what comes out about that. But I believe you. Yes. And then after June, after that June 2021 split, they must have gotten back together sometime in October, November or whatever, because that's when their new show was filming. That's it. <laughs> that's all that I have for timeline wise. But now they're not together anymore. So. But again, I think it goes back to one of the first things you said about Chloe's that she wants it so bad, which I think is yes. why she's willing to take him back time and time again. Yes. But clearly this is his like pattern of behavior. You know what it yeah. almost reminds me of? Mm -hmm. um, do you remember that? Rela or I don't know if you've heard about this, the relationship between Mike Cousin and uh, Jaina Kramer. No. Where are they from? Okay, so she is an actress. She did a little bit on One Tree Hill, but she's also a country singer. Okay. I don't know what he does. Um, but he had, like, a huge, like, they were very on and off. Like, he had, like, an addiction to sex, and he was cheating a lot and all of these different things. Um, and now they're officially broken up. But I think that's the thing that I would struggle with is, like, when it becomes or especially struggle with, is when these things become a pattern of behavior. And it doesn't seem to be that they have any regret about it. Yes, and that literally leads into my next thing that I wanted to talk about, about Chloe mm -hmm. and Tristan, uh, is his freaking apology earlier this year, it, back in January, when it was revealed through the paternity test that he was the father of the child that uh, Mara Lee had birthed. And it was so, so like half-assed and I just like didn't think it was genuine is basically him saying like, yeah, it's true that like I am the father 
of this child and he's like Chloe I'm so sorry for all the things that I put you through and blah 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 like I I haven't treated you or I don't know what he said specifically about treating her or whatever I feel like he's only saying that to save face okay this sounds horrible but or I don't think it sounds horrible but I think once you have a child you're automatically linked to that person Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life the Mm -hmm. other cheating things they could cut off the communication he could separate from them whatever he is now father to the child and he's going to be linked to um Marley Nichols and the child for the rest of his life so that's not something that Chloe can really ignore you know because I think Chloe recognizes the importance of because she is in a blended family she recognizes the importance of like father figures and having a family and things like that and so I think even her being like unselfish is like her saying that um she like doesn't want to take Tristan away from that either Mm -hmm. so very interesting yeah it just sucks because of all that chloe has gone through and it's all at the hands of fucking tristan like i hate this man so much i hate him and he's not even a good nba player okay he's past his prime okay (laughs) he is goodbye (laughs) tristan you're out he plays for the Cavs, right no yes yes he does okay got you well they're officially called off now right like it's Mm -hmm. it's like done done at, at least that's what i found in my research yep. that after the whole whole thing in january it was like done i think they're done done now and she's just gonna focus on co-parenting with him good that's a good decision <laughs> mm-hmm. i think so too yeah. she she deserves someone better yeah and i think we can i don't have like a ton to say mm-hmm. but i think we could have a good conversation um just about body image and things like that mm-hmm. um so if you want to tune out for this part listeners go for it um but i do i do think it's worth having a conversation because this is a huge part of her brand about how she's become who she is and so i think it is worth um a conversation and maybe this is a little bit more serious than we do on the podcast um or i anticipate it being more serious um but yeah So I think one of her big things nowadays is just she talks all about her um, dedication to fitness and healthy eating and how Mm -hmm. that has kind of helped her kick the weight loss, weight gain cycle that she's been in for a very, very long time. Um, What I will say is that she has a long history of saying things that I think are not okay, especially in the public eye. Um... And the thing is, is listening to her, I can relate to it because I think a lot of women have the same thoughts that she said out loud. But what I will say about, and one of the hard things about being in the public eye, you have to be especially conscious how you talk about things. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the biggest issues, and maybe this is just a general issue I have with it, she talks about if you just don't eat a pint of ice cream or if you don't, like that came out that she said that, um, or if you just eat healthy or if you just work out, blah, blah, blah. A big thing that I was thinking about as I was doing research for this is a lot of people do not have access to the things that she has access to. Mm -mm. People Tons of people can't afford a gym membership. Tons of people can't even afford to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. Like they, because, and that's why a lot of like 
people who are of like lower socioeconomic status, like they do not have access to healthy food. They can't afford healthy food, which is why they end up having a lot more health problems is because they they don't they eat the junk because it's cheaper. Right. Yeah. So you can't just say it's someone not stopping with a pint of ice cream. Like, no, there's so much more to it than that. Yeah. And so. I, th- I think that that's just one of those things where I'm like, you should have thought before you speak because yes, I can understand what you're getting at about um, how diet is 70%, right? And exercise is 30%. And so you really have to be aware of like what you're putting into your body and take care of your body mm-hmm. um, and things like that. However, that is not the way to say it. And that's not an okay way to say it in the public eye, especially with a lot of young girls looking at you. Because this is part of the thing that perpetuates all of those negative body image, negative yeah. eating habits, um, things like that. It just shows her privilege, which mm-hmm. again, like the way that you go about your privilege as a very, very rich, high class celebrity is something that you need to be careful about because you do have all those access to things that normal people don't. And Mm -hmm. so I think when she said that, I don't think she realized that it's like, you know, like I don't think she realized that that's what she was saying or meaning, but that doesn't give her the excuse to think that it's okay to say it though. Yes. And another thing that I was going to say is not only like all of the stuff that you just said about like, you know, what access people have to foods and all this stuff all that is so right but also you can eat a pint of ice cream it's fine like literally the thing is too is that like saying you can't eat this and this and this is another horrible thing Mm -hmm. to say and to you know just like stand behind because it's like well you're making people feel guilty that's affecting Mm -hmm. their self-esteem it's all it's just so so different the way that people process it 100% and I think she's been in the public eye for so long and I hate to say this but she should just know better by now yeah like it's not like you're new to fame and you don't know what's going on and so you say things and you don't realize the implications it'll have no you've been in the public eye like for so many years of your life like you know better by now like you do and so to say something like that without thinking about it really made me upset and I think too I think it's important when you do as a celebrity or someone in the public eye talking about food, you can talk about your diet, right? For some people, it might work. So she said in 2017, if I want to lose weight quickly, dairy-free is the way to go. It's not even a diet anymore. Um, And something like that, I think just ignores the whole other side of it, right? Like she can say dairy-free is the way to go for me, but not every buddy's body is the same and everyone needs different things to be healthy so yes this works for me but that doesn't mean it'll work for you so like find what works for you she didn't say any of that but she easily could have and that was in 2017 so again she wasn't new to the public eye so like a lot of the thing it's just the way that she says things like she can Mm -hmm. say them better because they can be interpreted Mm -hmm so many different ways but I think she just needs to be more clear and more transparent which I think again I think she's thinking that she's being transparent but she's not like they have so many different underlying meanings to it that can really really affect people who are struggling mm-hmm. you know with their like self self-image or their like self-esteem I yeah I just 
And I don't doubt that she has good intentions. Like, I really do think she's made this her brand because she has been through the ups and downs of weight loss and being in the public eye and the nasty mm -hmm. things people will say. And she wants mm -hmm. to give people more confidence and, like, help them. I do think there is some good intention behind that. But I do feel like she really hasn't gone about it in the right way, like you were just saying. So, yeah. I think that's very, very unfortunate. Even recently, she had a quote. I don't know what year it was, but very recently she said, I think maybe in 2019, she was quoted, if I want to go have drinks with my girlfriends tonight, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do an extra 30 minutes of cardio tomorrow. <laughs> to me, that is just such an unhealthy mindset. And she's yeah. over here preaching that she has this newfound healthy mindset and all mm -hmm. of these things. And I just think, I just, I... There are reasons I hate that quote. And one yeah. of the biggest reasons that I hate that quote is because just because you go out for drinks doesn't mean you have to compensate for that, right? Yeah. If you live your life in a healthy way, like not even that, like you're you're allowed to go out and have drinks with your friends without having to feel like guilty about it the next day and yes. make up for it. Like you can just do that mm -hmm. and that's keep it. living your life the next day. Like Literally. that's it. Like it doesn't... I just, I feel like in general, having conversations about eating and weight loss and all of these things is very, very tricky to do in a way that is okay for people because yeah. um, I feel like people have um, different struggles with that. But I think, again, that was just really um, ignorant. Yeah. And it, again, it doesn't help that she's in the public eye because she's like, setting the standard in a way right not mm -hmm. everyone goes to chloe kardashian for fitness tips but mm -hmm. what i'm saying is that her that it sets the standards for her followers and all mm -hmm. of her fans who think okay if i want to eat a pint of ice cream or i want to go have drinks with my friend on a really nice summer night mm -hmm. i have to make that up and do 30 minutes of cardio extra mm -hmm. the next day and then i can go and have fun like that's not a good healthy standard for yourself, but also for a bunch of people who are like very, who are following you and can be very, very influential of, of what you say. And so that's yeah. what makes me uncomfortable of like, mm -hmm. you're not setting a good, healthy example for like mm -hmm. all of these standards. Cause definitely you're keeping yourself to a very, very, very tight, you know, diet and stuff, but it just, it's not healthy to like show it and tell people all these things, you know? No, it's not. And like, if that's what works for her, again, that is totally fine. Yes. Like if if you being very regimented about things like your workout and your diet and things like that helps you with like your um, struggles with eating or your struggles mm -hmm. with body image, that's fine if you're doing it in a healthy way. You do you. But again, it goes back to what you said. Like, is that healthy to be talking about in the public eye the way yeah. that you're talking about it? Yes. I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm just going to go through and read um, a few quotes that I have from her um, just throughout time just to kind of show like her journey with it. Um, so back in 2009, she talks about how the quick trim diet was like the best thing ever, right? And it helped her lose all the weight. Now she's saying... Um, or I forget when she said this, maybe in 2013, something like that. I'm not a diet person, but I believe in taking dairy out completely. I won't have real milk. I have almond milk and I've never missed it. Cheese is the only thing that's my struggle. So she's saying 
she's not a diet person, but then she is on a diet. But then she's also <laughs> saying that this quick trim thing used to work for her. And of course, I want to recognize that that was back in 2009. So mm-hmm. she that was a long time ago. She's probably grown from that. That's fine. But there's also a lot of like back and forth in the things she's saying. So it's like, again, it just goes to show like her own struggle with this stuff. Because yes. I don't think she even knows what is good sometimes or what yeah. works. Sorry, I have so much to say about this. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to like stay on track. (laughs) Um, So she talks a lot about weight loss in general, right? As opposed Mm -hmm. to feeling good and being healthy and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, especially in the early 2010s. And one thing I just want to point out for people listening, like, and maybe this is just me being on my soapbox about this, but weight is just a number, right? Weight doesn't account for how much muscle you have, Mm -hmm. how much fat you have. It's literally just a number. So it doesn't say anything about how healthy or not healthy you are, right? It's why bodybuilders or like wrestlers or these things have to have like, or want to have a higher body weight is because they want to have that muscle, right? So I think putting such an emphasis on weight loss is very very unhealthy you should put the focus on being healthy and doing what works for you because naturally just the way people are born some people can't lose weight the same way some people's body hold weight differently Mm -hmm. so it all bleeds into each other in this very very unhealthy way and I again goes back to what we keep saying like It's just very unfortunate that she's putting an emphasis on what I feel like aren't the best things. Yes. I will say that's another reason why I hate BMI as well. Because that's just a fucking number two. I literally wrote that down. Like, I understand, like, you know, yeah, maybe it is helpful in a sense, right? But also, it's not, though. Like, I feel like it's just a number and it literally doesn't matter. Yes, 100%. Okay, and then I did want to talk briefly about this health magazine cover that she had. On the magazine cover, it said how her darkest days transformed her body. Then right next to it, it said slim, strong, and sexy. And she goes back and forth about talking about how she loves her curves, but then she also wants to lose pounds and all these things. And I just think slim, strong, and sexy you can leave out the slim part strong and sexy how about it doesn't strong and sexy doesn't mean just slim and i think this goes to show how in the media weight is portrayed as it's like oh it just makes me so mad i feel like i'm talking in circles and saying the same thing a hundred times but that's just another example of how you're standing behind something that's not even fair and not even realistic because Mm -hmm. i'm sorry like Yes, I know a good portion of your body is just what you have worked out to do, right? Also, I'm sorry, but like the whole plastic surgery um, implant conversation is another one to be had. Yes, but really, I'm not going to get into that now. But I don't know. Like a part of me feels an ick with those like women's health magazines, any mm-hmm. anything like that. A part of me is like, okay. You know, like there are some good articles in there that like talk about making some like easy, healthy snacks because like, yeah, I always want some easy, healthy snacks to make like totally cool. But some of the other articles and their freaking headlines, too. I'm just like, why are you pushing this out? Like this is definite. This is not what more girls, more young girls need or even just women, too, because like we grew up in the social media age. And so now all of these like 
young adults like our age are still having these problems and it's just like Mm -hmm. doesn't help at all and i'm just like why are we still doing these stupid headlines i i don't understand i don't I don't understand either. It makes no sense. Like whenever I feel like we're making some progress in the body image thing, like I love what Aerie is doing, you know, and Aerie I feel like was kind of the first brand to do that, to have, you know, no photo editing, um, very Mm -hmm. um, natural women, women of all sizes and colors and things like that. Um, So those things give me hope. But then I see these magazines and it's like, have we made any progress? Like it really, it just, it makes me mad. No, and I feel like that fits Ari too, right? Mm-hmm. Like their their statement, I'm like, yep, we're all of our models, they come, they're all different sizes, different races, everything. Mm-hmm. They're all they encapsulate they encapsulate Encapsulate. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, what word what am, am I, I trying to say? <laughs> encapsulates a viscount. <laughs> <laughs> it encapsulates literally like women from around the world Mm -hmm. um i think it's a little petty of me but i'm just gonna say it or whatever i'm happy that victoria's secret is tanking because they won't hire any plus size plus size models and their plus size model is like a four yeah literally I'm like, whatever. No, I, brands, brands like that do not need to survive in this day and age. Nope. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. They just don't. And I don't feel, I don't feel any type of guilt about that. Nope. Yeah. I'm like, you, I don't think that's petty. No. And clearly they're not listening to their consumers. Like of mm-hmm. like, oh, we want more inclusive sizes. We want mm-hmm. more inclusive models. Like they clearly don't give a crap. So. Also, I just don't understand. I also look at a brand like that and I just don't understand what the big deal is. Like, don't you want your brand to reflect what the world looks like? Like, I just don't understand. Like it, it really, this sounds maybe naive, but like it shouldn't be as hard as the world makes it. Like it should be a very easy, simple thing, but it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't, they have a stick up their ass. Yes, straight up. (laughs) Yeah, they need to get their life together for real. Okay, so then the last thing I kind of want to talk about with Chloe and body image, um, a lot of the information I got um, that I have been bringing forward has been in this um, U.S. magazine article that was published in April of 2022. So it was very recent. Okay. And again, this goes into what we're saying. This article really made me upset because it stores, goes through things, scroll through to see Chloe's amazing transformation as if what she was before and what she was naturally at the beginning of her journey was not as beautiful as she is now or like yeah. not as worthy or whatever. And it's the language that I think really makes a big difference. And I yeah. think... um I think it just brings up a larger conversation about the standards that women have and are expected Mm -hmm. to uphold and things like that. Um, And she puts an emphasis on, you know, making healthier choices. And that's because she feels like she's taking care of herself and um, she feels better mentally because she's been making these choices for herself. And I think, again, easy for her to say because of the access she has to stuff and I think to some degree, I think it's a good thing that she's putting um, an emphasis on how, you know, kind of like feeling good mentally kind of can go hand in hand with how you're taking care of yourself physically, because I do think they go hand in hand um, a lot of times. Um, 
But again, just the way that the article laid it out and they're like, look at Chloe's slim figure, her toned legs. And I'm like, why are you even in this article published in April? You're saying stuff like this. And I just don't think that's okay. That gives me the ick. I know. That gives me the big ick because it's like, I thought she looked gorgeous before whatever this after is i don't know Mm -hmm. i haven't seen that article but it's like Mm -hmm. i thought i thought she looked gorgeous before i guess so that's so Mm -hmm. again just like the media telling us that we need to constantly constantly be improving Mm -hmm. constantly like we need to be changing in order to be pretty and it's like no no you're you're fine the way you are right now like you are fine and mm-hmm. I think, yeah, the way that they do, like, the before and after, it's like there doesn't need to be a before and after. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 100%. And it's times like that, like, reading that article that I feel lucky that I have the education that I have. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously we talk a lot about, about body image and eating disorders and things like that for mental health counseling. And I feel lucky that I've kind of been taught about how to read these articles critically and like look for the language that's not okay and yeah I know a lot of people our age have learned to do that just because Mm -hmm. um we've had to but a lot of people don't have that ability or haven't learned how to do that and so for someone reading that who hasn't had that opportunity or hasn't been able to learn that I can imagine how damaging that can be Oh, yeah. And again, just going back to like, I think our generation is just more like so much more in tune with, you know, the conversation about body image, the conversation Mm -hmm. about losing weight or just being perfectly who you are. I feel like and I think, again, it's because of social media that we're so in tune with it. But it just it it still sucks because it's like still very, very present. This like issue. So 100 percent. That's kind of the most of what I have. I skipped a few things um, because I feel like they're just going to kind of be a lot of the same thing. But don't mean to end the podcast on like a bummer note. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's also important to talk about these things because you're right. Like like what you were just saying, like this is very much still present in the media today and it needs to be Mm -hmm. talked about. Um, And the one thing that I like that we've done with the podcast is like, even though we talk about pop culture and fun and it's really fun, I like keeping it open enough to be able to have conversations like this because I don't think you can talk about pop culture in a way that's not always also critical of the way that pop culture is portrayed. And I think that that conversation is equally as important. Um, as we all like continue to consume our media and yeah. stuff. Like socially, it has a huge impact on 100%. everything that we do. And yeah, maybe it might not have an impact today, but like down the road, like you'll mm-hmm. be surprised to see like what, what really impacts people and what they carry. 100%. I will say I do have one little fun fact of what Chloe's yes. up to now. Please do. <laughs> so back in April of 2022, so last, last month, Chloe threw uh, her daughter True a birthday for her fourth birthday, which is crazy that True's already four. That doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. No, me neither. (laughs) Um, And I think on her Instagram or whatever, Chloe showed her birthday party, which had like real kittens, a performer dressed as a squishmallow cat, several pastel balloon archways, and an epic dessert table featuring a tower three-tiered cake. So it was oh like a full God. blowout. 
That's so amazing. The one thing right. I will say about the Kardashians, say what you want, they love their kids and would do anything yeah. for their kids. And like they use like their money. Like, yes, is it a lot? Sure. Mm-hmm. But they use their money to make their kids happy yeah. and like give them what they want. And I think, you know, I think Chloe, of all the things we said today, I think she's a fantastic mother. Me At too. least the way that she's been like portrayed and what I've yeah. seen on the show and stuff. I think she really loves True more than anything else in the world. Yeah. Again, it's she just wants that family. Like that's she all does. that she wants. And she's mm-hmm. thriving with True. So. She is. I'm going to keep watching the show because I love it. So I'm excited <laughs> yes, to see what happens. Sure. Yeah. So do you want to introduce our next episode, Selena? What's our next episode again? I forgot. I was hoping you would. <laughs> um, Is it a TV show? Oh, yes. We yes. are going to be watching the first episode of HBO Max's new show, The Time Traveler's Wife. So mm-hmm. me and Theoni have watched the movie. And so when we heard that the TV show, that there was going to be a TV show on HBO Max about it, we were super excited. The first episode is already out. So we're going to watch it and discuss our thoughts compared to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all that, all that fun stuff. Yes. And I'm very excited because I love my boy, Theo James. I yes. think he's like the most beautiful person. <laughs> um, And I am excited. Obviously, we're not going to continue um talking about the show throughout the seasons but we hope to do an episode on the finale as well um because i i do think it's a limited series so i think it'll be really interesting to compare well thank you so much for joining us uh discussing chloe kardashian if you guys have any thoughts please let us know Um, we're so intrigued to hear uh, your thoughts about this Kardashian, even though there's like a literally, I feel like there's a million Kardashians we could talk about. <laughs> literally so many Kardashians yeah. to talk about. We could, we could do another one. Let us know literally. if you like it. Cause we yes. can, we can talk about another. Yes. Um, but thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.